Hey folks, Kyle here. Thank you for listening. Just taking another quick second out here and add on uh, my own show. Figure this is a good time to remind everyone of these shows I got coming up. I'm in Eureka, California. I'm in Portland, Oregon, Seattle, and Oakland, California, all starting actually next week. Basically some dates in there. May 16th in Eureka, 18th in Portland, May 23rd in Seattle, and May 25th in Oakland. Doing my show hard to say, uh, this comedy show I'm working on about living with trigeminal neuralgia. I've gone on and uh, on enough about it on here. I really had a, a lot of fun out in, in Colorado last month, and people came out from the shows, and that was it's the best. Seeing people out at shows who, who like the podcast is just the best, and developing this show about the very odd and difficult thing I'm going through has been a pleasure that is unexpected and makes me very happy, and I'm very proud of the show. Um, like I said, the, I've got those dates coming up, kyleayers.com slash shows. Please grab tickets now. Grab them while you're listening to this. Send it to a friend. Tell them to come out. Seattle, Portland, Eureka, Oakland. Uh, I would love for tickets to get moving a little bit. And so would the venues that are emailing me. And they're just it's going to be a really good time. I hope to see you out. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying the episode. Once again, kyleayers.com slash shows. Uh, y'all are the best. Thank you. The absolute the best. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. What is up, everyone? Uh, A little noisy, got some construction going on, but we got a fun episode today. Remotely, I don't even know if I need to keep saying remotely, but uh, remotely, we recorded this. Langston Kerman has never seen Rebel Without a Cause. Rebel Without a Cause. Uh, it's so fun. Langston came on. Julia Rossi came on, joined us. Uh, we did this on my stream on Twitch. It's so such. It, it's always fun, but Langston has never seen Rebel Without a Cause. I hope you enjoyed the script. You know Langston. He's so funny. You know Julia. She's so funny. They've both been on the show. I hope everyone likes the episode. Sorry it's shorter. We're doing what we can to keep all this stuff up. Sorry, there's a, we got construction going on. There's some noise around me now. The episode is quiet. Should be pretty good for being recorded remotely. Right now, it's chaos. Complete chaos. But I hope you're okay. Hope you're clean and healthy and safe and your families are the same. Um, we're going to keep putting these out, doing them how we can. I'm streaming this stuff on the stream. Uh, if you are anywhere in the world this Friday... Which would be tomorrow, if you listen to the day this came out. Friday, the 24th. I have never seen The Godfather, but I'm reading the entire script. The whole thing. The whole dang script. Playing every character and streaming it live. Twitch.tv slash social distancing. It's all up there. Come watch. 8 p.m. Eastern. 5 p.m. Pacific. Come on to the Twitch thing. I could use some people on there. It's fun. We have a good time. Interactive. I love talking with everybody on there, but 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, Friday the 24th. I'm reading the entire script of The Godfather, playing every character. Tommy McNamara, who you know from the show as well, he's going to score the entire thing. We're doing it all live, as live as live can be. Twitch.tv slash social distancing. Go on there. Find me. Follow the show. I appreciate it. It's going to be fun. 
the next day saturday i'll be streaming we're doing a spelling bee there's details on the twitch page about that as well you could be a speller twitch.tv slash social distancing go on there i appreciate it uh y'all have noticed we've been putting new youtube videos up our episode with demi adajuibe where he has never seen good the bad and the ugly that video just went up we've got moshe kasher john gabris sarah squirm we got a lot of good videos up there youtube.com slash never seen it i think is the url i don't you can search it but but yeah enjoy the episode of langston he's never seen rebel without a cause it's one of my favorite scripts we've ever done langston's always good i hope you enjoy it uh it's so <laughs> i had so much fun i hope it i hope the audio is as good as it can get i hope you enjoy the episode i hope most importantly that everyone's safe and healthy thanks for listening i do appreciate it uh i love making this show i hope you love it listening as much as you did when you found it as we navigate these weird production waters we're I, i'm still having a good time making it and 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 I hope you enjoy listening. Um, but please come watch me read the entire script of The Godfather. I also do a talk show on there a few days a week, including streaming this podcast live. But Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern, I'm reading the whole script. I can't believe every time I say it, it makes me sound even more insane. I'm reading the whole script of The Godfather. We got that going on. Twitch.tv slash social distancing. I can't believe I got that name. But come follow the show on there. We do some fun stuff. We get old, old episodes and stuff. There's some of them up there. Some of the more recent episodes are up there. But twitch.tv slash social distancing. Uh, I appreciate it. I don't want to plug too many things. Just that. Twitch.tv slash social distancing. Come watch me read the whole script of The Godfather. Please. If no one does, what did I do it for? Even if you just stop in and follow the show, it's free. And just say hi. What are we doing? But I hope to see you there. I hope you enjoy Langston Kerman has never seen Rebel Without a Cause with Langston, myself, and Julia Rossi. Thank you very much. I appreciate y'all. Thank you. Just thanks. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I can't express enough how much I appreciate it. It's kind of all, all my stuff is right now is this. And, and I love you for listening. Thank you. Um, but we're having a good time. Langston, so before we get into it, what I want to do is I wrote some boast jokes about both of you. Oh, nice. So I'm going to give you both a one-sided boast rattle to your face right now, if that's okay. Love it. Um, I didn't write too many of them. It is hard. Usually I have other people do the work. <laughs> <laughs> but here we go. So I did it yesterday, if you guys weren't here, boast rattle compliment contest i'm bringing we're going to be doing the full show on twitch so these are nice roasts good compliments quick jokes here we go uh langston your mic is quiet according to the internet that's okay okay i'll 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 pep it up i can do something there we go that might be all right here we go julia Rossi. julia is so funny i went to a stand-up clip of hers and the first comment wasn't not funny which is nearly impossible in comedy <laughs> Julia is from Boston, and I never once heard her mention Tom Brady, which seems like the highest compliment I can give someone. Uh, she's been on Conan, Chelsea Lately, Comedy Central. She won a Moth Grand Slam. She's written for multiple networks. She's created multiple shows, live and scripted. She's done so much. She's like the Michael Jordan of comedy. I She's good at everything, but probably baseball. Okay, here we go. I got two for Langston. Langston. Langston's voice is so soothing, he got Chick-fil-A to open up on a Sunday. Oh, 
yeah, forget about God. I'm <laughs> God now. Langston is so generous. If you play Goldeneye, he'll let you be odd job. That one's very specific and for maybe yeah. nobody. <laughs> nah, he was smaller than everybody and it gave you an advantage. You're very kind. Thank you. <laughs> but thank you both for being here. So welcome. Before we get into your script, uh, Langston, we have a game here called... 10 rapid fire questions and then maybe more rapid fire questions up to 40 more times uh, could be 50 rapid fire questions. So how it works is we have some questions. I'm going to ask you to learn a little bit about you. Julia yeah. has already played the game. So how it's going to work now is you will answer a question and then Julia gets to rate your answer about yourself on a scale of one to 10. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so these are generally questions that have you know specific answers about you julia will get to rate this on a scale of one to ten uh please give me a number between one and twenty. Five. Five. here we go let me get we got a little music playing i wish sadly you guys can't hear it but trust me it's music sure <laughs> all right <laughs> question five counts langston have you ever fired a gun i have not <clears throat> okay julia how do we feel about that <clears throat> ten yes if you could have any animal as a pet and it would be well behaved what would you choose uh, I'm going, I'm going with uh chimpanzee. Okay. Eight. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. So, <laughs> so funny about watching someone mull over your choice. <laughs> Next question. What's your biggest fear? Uh, uh, falling out of the sky. I'm constantly afraid that uh, planes I'm in are going to plummet to the ground out of nowhere. Okay. And uh, I think about it constantly. <laughs> five. Oh, five right in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> that answer sucked. Oh, that's so funny. It's. I mean, that's wonderful to be indifferent about someone's biggest fear. <laughs> it's a middle of the line fear. Not uh, for me, not, but I respect your choice. <laughs> you, you, you get some, you leave some. Uh, who was your first celebrity crush? Uh, <laughs> it might have been Stacy Dash. It really, genuinely might have been uh, right wing conspiracy theorist <laughs> Stacy Dash. One. <laughs> <laughs> That's the right answer. Uh, what is your favorite chain restaurant? Ah, uh, you know what? I I'll, I'll never turn on them. They mean the world to me. I'm going with McDonald's. What have they ever done bad in the world? McDonald's is the answer to that question. <laughs> Five. <laughs> wow. Right. We started off so well, Julia. We did, but here we are. <laughs> oh, you got to get better answers. <laughs> <laughs> what film villain do you align with the most? Mm. Film villain do I align with the most? Oh, uh... Uh, the Mega Mind. He was the bad guy in that movie, at least for a part of it, and uh, he was just a lonely guy. That that felt like yeah. a person who just was calling out for for some sort of connection, and I I appreciated that. Was he voiced by Brad Pitt? No, he, uh, the hero in that movie was voiced That's by Brad right. Pitt. He That's was right. Will Ferrell, I believe. That's right. What movie? Mega Mind. Oh, it was I don't an know animated it. film by dreamworks thank you so much <laughs> i love it i don't know it twice the score i've given your other answers 
Still no sympathy for your uh, greatest fear. Megamind gets 10. But bad guy I've never heard of. Perfection. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's a road or a street that pops into your head when you think about roads or streets? Uh... <laughs> I, the first thought I had was Malcolm X Boulevard, and that's incorrect <laughs> on so many levels. Yeah, because it's uh, a boulevard. <laughs> uh, Augusta sh- uh, Street. Okay. It, it was a cross street that I lived on. Oh, a nine, a nine. Not it's <laughs> no a nine. Anything that's not a one or a ten feels so deliberate. Sure, it feels personal. I could do this all day. I love it. Langston, what is a word that you love? Uh, charcuterie. Hen! Yeah. <laughs> Not a fan of the meal, but love the word. It's a fun mm-hmm. one. How many songs should an album have on it, ideally? Uh, I- I'm going to say 13. All right. What's a board game? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Let let Julia Sorry. judge me first. I knew that one was going to be an eight. She texted me this next one's going to be an eight. <laughs> Uh, how much? Wait, here we go. Do you drink enough water? I do. I I drink. I drink upwards of sixty ounces a day. Great. Twenty. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> what board game makes you the most competitive? Uh, uh. Oh, it's a. It would be a tie between uh, Scrabble and Monopoly. It depends on the day. We used to play Monopoly with, uh, if you were winning, you got to wear uh, like cool guy sunglasses and call everybody <laughs> call everybody boy and whore. Uh, and if you were losing, you had to wear a, a, a hobo hat and you got, people could slap you in the face just whenever they decided they wanted to because you were a loser and a poor person. <laughs> can I, I want to give it a 10, but can I share an aside? Sure. Uh, I dated someone who congratulations travel uh, became obsessed with Scrabble for some reason he was very smart and one day we had friends over to play Scrabble and I kept winning just by dumb luck yeah. and he flipped the board and left Jesus Christ and like left the place you were staying at left the apartment for a little bit and I'm how, like, this is a bit, and it wasn't a bit. <laughs> how long was he gone? This is an important... Yeah. He was only gone, like, well, he went to the apartment next door. <laughs> <laughs> Just to see if they had Scrabble. <laughs> Just to decompress with the neighbors. Love yeah. it. Love that. Uh, Langston, I love that you somehow elevated Monopoly to be even more American than it already was. Oh, yeah. We really, we lean into the capitalism. Violence against poor people and general Uh uh, (laughs) horrific freedom for the rich. Sure. Uh, Okay. Are there any companies whose online presence you truly hate? Uh, I I feel I've answered this question before, but I I stand by my choice. Hamburger Helper, fuck you (laughs) with your, your wrapping and your new cool incentive for buying him. No, I'm not into it. Absolutely not. It's stupid. Ten. Oh, uh, and last question. What's a conspiracy theory that you maybe kind of do believe? Uh, well, we're in the middle of watching uh, society tell poor people to go back to work so that they can die off. So, uh, yeah, Pop- <laughs> Papa's bought in on that one. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. Oh, no, that's almost not. That almost doesn't count. I'm going to have to eliminate uh, that one and aliens <laughs> from future conspiracy theories because I think that odds are they're just real. Yeah, they've just been proven. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if it, it could be a conspiracy theory if 538.com has a chart about it. Sure. Nate Silver is uh, telling us it's okay. Yeah. Uh, he's never been wrong, right? Uh. No. Okay, uh, so let's let's never seen it a little bit. Hell yeah! So people who aren't familiar, which I I think most people here probably are, because I feel like that's where everyone came from who's watching. But who knows? I have a podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies they've never seen, and Langston uh, today has. Oh, everyone got little. Hmm. I don't know what happened to my. Uh, the Z- Zoom is giving me a little trouble here. Hold on, hold on. This is the oh, fun no. part about comedy now. I did a show the other day. As, I don't know if you guys have been doing these Zoom comedy shows. Oh, yeah. And you're just like, you know what I really like now is I can see the first and last name and living room of my hecklers. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to just be able to see that my heckler does, in fact, have a rug over their carpet. Sure, that they're they're a human being, too. Yeah. Even though they hate you. Or like, have you ever seen someone pull out their phone in the middle of you doing something and in like the joke and you're just like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. I, I did a show the other day where uh, we were, it was more of a podcast, but we were like talking and there were like some fun riffs Yeah, and we could see people periodically just make their video go away. Like we're <laughs> looking for their laughs and then they would just It's just their disappear. name. Yeah, and they were just like, I don't, I'm not even going to give you the energy, bro. It would be great if during a show, if someone wanted to ignore you, like a live show, they just held up a giant sign in front of their face that was their first and last name smushed into just one word. <laughs> I did one where like a lot of people just, they didn't want to be on camera, so just had a photo of themselves up. Yeah. But there was this one woman's photo that was like, and so the whole time, was like, <laughs> frame laughing. oh no the most condescending person oh no um all right let's so so langston's never seen rebel without a cause but he wrote uh uh what he thinks rebel without a cause probably was and so we're gonna read that script now and uh langston go ahead and cast it let us know who you would like us to play where do i I get the script oh i eat it should be on the email that i sent you attached there at the bottom Okay. Someone just sent the longest link I've ever seen to something on Etsy. (laughs) And all I can make out of it is OJ Simpson hamburger helper 8x10 print. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to click on that. Oh, it's probably OJ Simpson wearing the hamburger helper. It is, and someone painted it. Okay. You got to buy it, Kyle. I'm certainly screenshotting it and putting it in the (laughs) show today. I'm certainly stealing it. Yeah. All right. Let's throw this up here in the video. Um. Wow. Wow. Is it good? Does the hamburger help? It's pretty good. Fit? I don't think you can. I wonder if I can add a file. This is how quickly. Here we are doing Never Seen It as I attach an OJ Simpson hamburger helper JPEG to the Zoom chat. Wow. Nice. All right. So it's in there. But so so let so let us know who we're going to be playing. Okay, uh, this is this is complicated because we okay. only have three of us. But yes. I think uh, strategically, Kyle, you're going to play Jim. Congratulations, okay. you're my star. Oh, uh, thank you, Julia. 
Don't take that personally because you have quite a substantial role as salesman. Okay. Uh, and you are also, Julia, going to be playing housewife. Oh, yes. And on that, uh, Kyle, that is uh, actually, I'm going to take the role of father. Okay. Uh, because that makes things easier. And then, uh, Julia, uh, you are also going to play the part of Buzz. Okay. Okay. And Buzz is our is our antagonist. So, you know, really center yourself in that energy when Buzz comes around. <laughs> um, great. Are there any notes or anything you want to give us? And no, just, just fall in love with the script that you're reading. Uh, that I can do. I want to put a screenshot of your title page up here so everyone can read this along with us. Great. And uh, you'll be doing, we call it the wall to wall. You'll be doing all of our... Yeah, I'll, I'll read the... Uh... I'll read the direct stage direction. It's very little, but I got it up here so you guys can see it. And then whenever you're ready. Rebel Without a Cause, written by Langston Kerman, based on Rebel Without a Cause, the movie from 1955 and probably a book, too. Who knows? <laughs> None of it really matters. No one's going to read the title page. I can say whatever I want on this thing. Do you guys think that James Dean ate pussy? Seems <laughs> unlikely. The 50s were pretty uptight. Imagine being a timeless sex symbol and never having licked a vagina. Crazy. <laughs> Exterior, small town street, day. We open on the generic comings and goings of a quiet suburban neighborhood. Kids play in a sprinkler. A father mows a lawn in, a way, in way too many clothes. A salesman <laughs> marches door to door carrying Encyclopedia Britannica's letter G. A housewife places a pie in a windowsill and then she shuts the fuck up because she knows her place. <laughs> yes, everything is as it should be. Then out of nowhere, we see Jim Stark, late teens, edgy, strutting up the street. Jim wears dark sunglasses and a red leather jacket. He's a bad boy if ever there was one. You almost get the sense that he would have a spiked penis if science would allow it. But alas, it's 1955, and in 1955, spiked penises are only for cats, not for people. He kicks an empty gin bottle up the street with every step, which clanks loudly against the pristine, racially segregated curb. Jim doesn't give a damn. He keeps kicking. Neighbors are all put off by the mysterious, unfunny Fonzie. You there, boy! Stop kicking that bottle. If it breaks, there will be glass everywhere. Stuff it, Pops. I don't take advice from no old timers. My word, did he just tell the man to stuff it? Well, that's like the moral equivalent of singing slob on my knob in a daycare center. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I told him to stuff it, and I'll tell you to stuff it too. And you can stuff it most of all. He points at a golden retriever who was happily licking himself but is now deeply offended. Jim then picks up a em the empty gym bottle, unzips his pants, and begins peeing in it. I say what I want, and I does what I want, because I'm a rebel without a cause. Deeply offended, the housewife yells from her window. Young man! What you're doing is unacceptable behavior. Just and shut the fuck up, Diane. Stay out of this, all right? Men are talking and peeing into bottles. Go back inside. You know, you're not even my husband. You shouldn't be allowed to talk to me that way. And yet, here we are. 
I guess I'll go quietly iron a poodle skirt and project my depression onto people who are different than me. Housewife, defeated, grabs her pie and shuts the window. Anyway, I like that, that he's Jim sat around letting this go by. And he's like, Back to me. <laughs> he's a rebel, but he's not impolite. Anyway, like I was saying, I'm new in town and my personality is guy who has a weird relationship with hair grease. So I'm about to shake things up. Shake things up, eh? But what does that really mean? What are your plans? Great question, guy whose job won't exist in 30 years. Let's see. I suppose I'll start by dipping my sideburns in a malted milkshake. Disgusting. And then I'm going to go to a drive-in movie theater, order popcorn, and then accuse that popcorn of being a communist. Seems unreasonable. And then I'm gonna go turn on the radio and do the jitterbug in my living room while Orson Welles does a much less believable rereading of War of the Worlds. He won't put his heart in it, and neither will I. We'll both just be going through the motions. Jesus Christ. But young man, these choices all seem so maniacal, and yet random. That's right, because I'm a rebel without a cause. Or a family. Or someone to help me with my homework and listen to my dreams. There is an energy shift as the neighbors all begin to see Jim in a different light. The housewife, now empathetic, pokes her head back out of the window. I see now. He's not a bad guy. He just needed a little... Diane, I swear to God, I'm going to have your husband beat you with the hula hoop when he gets home. (laughs) The housewife immediately goes back inside. You know, when you arrived here less than three minutes ago, we all thought you were a menace. But now we see underneath that greaser jacket and that pale skin aged by unfiltered cigarettes is a young man who's just dying to be understood. Yeah, we forgive you. If you were ugly or a minority, we'd call you a terrorist (laughs) or put you in prison. But you're easy on the eyes. So we'll just say you're complicated. And you know what's really complicated? How much I want to hug you right now. The the salesman extends his arms for a hug. Jim, for the first time, feels the love he never felt before in his life. He begins walking towards the salesman, ready to fall into his arms and be born anew. But then, out of nowhere, a car whips down the street and stops in between Jim and his new father figure. Out of the car emerges Buzz Allen, basically the same guy as Jim, but less sexy, who is a accompanied by a group of cronies. Buzz smiles smugly at Jim. So I hear there's some new guy claiming to be a rebel without a cause. Uh, actually, I've worked through most of it. I was actually about to hug this guy and then maybe call my family and apologize. (laughs) What a shame. Looks like you'll just have to skip that hug and instead face me in a drag race. Why? Unclear, but as the town's local tough guy, I cannot allow you to compete, complete your journey without asserting my own wants and calling you something antiquated and possibly homophobic, you ninny. The crowd gasps. Those are fighting words and also possibly hugely problematic words. I don't know. It doesn't sound good. Fine. I'll race you. And if I win, I want to finish school and make up with my best girl. And I want my dead brother to finally be proud of me. Okay, well, 
this is the first I'm hearing of any of that. <laughs> Not even sure I could promise those things. But deal. Jim nods proudly. And if I win, you have to stay emotionally stunted forever. Maybe even keep racing until you accidentally die in a brutal crash that lives on longer than your actual contributions to society. The salesman tosses Jim the keys to his car. Then you're gonna need my ride. It's not fast, but no cars are yet. And I'm not even sure you have a license. <laughs> Exterior, abandoned parking lot night. Jim and Buzz both sit in a car, in cars lined up side by side. They rev their engines. The salesman now stands in between the two cars wearing a half shirt and waving the Gene, the Gene Kelly page of his encyclopedia like a flag. <laughs> he gives the final wave and the two cars peel off. There are screeches and tire burns as the two cars accelerate to nearly 38 miles per hour, <laughs> the fastest the cars can go. At first, they are neck and neck. Their hearts are pounding. It's anyone's race to win. Then suddenly, out of nowhere, the housewife, not paying attention, walks onto the track. Who wants pie? The two cars swerve, trying to miss her and instead crash into each other. The metals bend and launch the two giant vehicles into the air. They flip in unison very slowly and crushing the housewife in the process. Jim, Buzz, and the housewife die in a fiery pile of blood and metal. Everyone who was watching is stunned. This wasn't how things were supposed to end. They were so young. They had so much hope. Then between his tears, the father lets out a final cry. <laughs> Stupid bitch. <laughs> the end. Yay! <laughs> you gotta have a common enemy. Sure, sure, women. <laughs> oh, I'm just glad we've improved that and everyone didn't harass the woman who played Skylar White in Breaking Bad as she walked down the street her entire life. Well, I'm really worried for the actors who played Housewife in the movie now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was so good. I think you probably nailed it. Everyone really liked it in the chat. Um, Great. I have. I think I've even seen this movie and I don't remember. I I watched the trailer and uh, it looks unbelievably bad, but it, <laughs> in a way that like, well, maybe it was 1955 and you guys just didn't know how to make good stuff yet. It, you know what I yeah. hate? I hate, I was just talking about this the other day of like how people refer to movies and books as the classics. Yeah. But like, there's new classic, like, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, You can't keep saying that certain things are the best of the best when like there's always a new like every year there's a new pizza place that's the best new pizza. Yeah, yeah. The there's no and like, like there's no way Rebel Without a Cause is better than Drive. Yeah, it's yeah. just not. Possible. It just came out first. Yeah, it's, that is kind of. It's almost like we improve on this stuff, but people don't want to admit that they're mortal and aging. Yeah, <laughs> that uh, Jim Dean. What was his name? James, James Dean, Dean, the died. sausage guy. And yeah, like, Jimmy Dean died at 24, and he probably wasn't even the best he could be yet. Yes. Yeah, like there's no way War and Peace is better than my Scientology textbook. Right. No. <laughs> at least that's what I was told to tell people door to door. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is wild. Whoever it's. I mean, it's the same when you do. You, if you listen to a Lenny Bruce record right now, and you're mm -hmm. like, I mean, I get that it had a thing that it was doing, but is this funnier than someone no. special? 
No, no, we're so good at comedy now we can make fun of the art while we're doing it and people know what's going on. I agree. Eliza Schlesinger is the best we can do. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's our the modern day Lenny Bruce. <laughs> I cannot wait for Dustin Hoffman to play her in a uh, biopic. I'm not I'll... talking shit about anyone because I want to <laughs> <laughs> I need a job in quarantine's over. <laughs> Hire me. <laughs> I don't think anyone would even hire, um, hire Lenny Bruce right now. He would just be, he would almost be Alex Jones now. That's like oh, the yeah. closest comparison that you have. Oh, guys. Oh, man. Well, speaking of playing before and afters, the game from my podcast where you come up with pun titles, uh, here we are. <laughs> Hold on. I got even a. There's music play playing. Sure. Oh, that's good. So how you guys know, you guys know this game. It's two movies, before and afters, two movies have been smushed together and one into one movie. I will read you the smushed together plot. You tell me the new smushed together movie title. So, for instance, Wolf of Wally Street, uh, Saving Private Silverman, Fargo, all sort of ideas there. These ones are all sent by uh, Michael. He sent me in a bunch to me, and it's saving me a lot of time of having to write these up. So shout out, Michael. Go ahead, Julia. We say what both the two movies are. It'll be one title. So, so you would say like the Wolf of Wally Street would be your answer. Um, we, oh, we, I see. We should raise we our should, hand and yell it. You just yell it. Okay. Yeah, we should first figure out the films and yeah. then we mush them. And today's victory harmonica is in the key of A. Oh hell yeah! Nice. All right, here's our first one. I'll read you the plot. Trying to help those around her, a Parisian server becomes employed at the White House and serves eight different president throughout America's tumultuous years. Mm. Butler, the butler is one of those. Madam Secretary? Madam. The, Ma- <laughs> you're on, we got Langston's on the right track with part of it. Uh, and, and it almost sounds like Inglorious Bastards. But okay, not Parisian secretary tries to help. Uh, trying to or, help those around her, a Parisian server becomes employed server. at the White House and serves eight different presidents through America's tumultuous years. I don't know. The butler is the second one yes. for sure. What's the? Uh, you got to know the full title of the butler. Uh, the butler and <laughs> all those guys. Right, I'll give you a hint. Oh wait, wait, is it the butler and the president's men? All the presidents? I don't know. It is. So the full title is Lee Daniels, the butler. Oh. Oh, Lee Daniels, the butler. Oh, Julia. Julia hated that. Yeah, she was like, (laughs) I'm fucking leaving. (laughs) She's like, fuck this. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This is Langston's problem now. We are looking for, guys, we are looking for Amelie Daniels, the butler. Oh, I know his name, Amelie. All right, we have two more, two more. An FBI agent disguises himself as an elderly woman to help a mother and her son escape from a family of deranged serial killers off a misguided road trip. Uh, Big Big Mama's house is, I think, the first one. Uh, Okay, Big Mama's house. And can you read the latter half of that again? Uh, uh, Escape from a family of deranged serial killers they discovered on a misguided road trip. Uh, something with house in it, I believe, would be the the 
uh, house at the end of the street. Is that a thing? Oh, How- it's oh a- is it? Um, no, that's not a. Oh, uh, wait, hold on. What was that? Big Mama's House Party Three. <laughs> <laughs> Big, Big Mama's, Mama's House, House MD. <laughs> What's the time in Hollywood? Uh, we were looking for Big Mama's House of a Thousand Corpses. Ah. I gotta watch more movies. I've consistently only seen one of the films that's a part of the before and after. That's all right. So I, I have never. I'm. Uh, I've never seen any of the four movies we've referenced so far. So Me I either. would. I would be losing it. All right, here we go. Last one. Last one. Last one. An orphan girl's request to find a family takes her on a cross-country race to get revenge and outrun the bounty on her head in this video game adapted musical thriller. Annie? Okay. Are you okay? Annie, are you okay? (laughs) My favorite Alien Ant Farm original song. (laughs) Annie... Okay, Annie. I like Annie as an answer. Can you read the the thing one more yes. time? In this video game adapted musical thriller, second half on a cross country race race to get revenge and outrun the bounty on her head. Annie, uh, is that is it that Sean William Scott movie with The Rock? It is not. Are you talking about Annie Goon? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't remember what that one's called, but it's not that. I will the tell. The Rundown, you. I believe. Oh yeah, that that's in like great film. Uh, the Jungle. Mm-hmm. It's not that. I'm these, never gonna get those. We are looking for these. Were all hard ones today. This is yeah. and Need for Speed. Oh. Oh. Who wrote these, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> this is Michael's work. Yeah, this is Michael's Fuck work. Fuck you, Michael. Yeah. Fuck Michael. you. Um, <laughs> Sit on something jagged, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we have one more game with you guys here. A Need for Speed was like Aaron Paul's first movie after Breaking Bad that no one saw. Okay. I had to look uh, it up. Yeah, I never saw it. I think it. they're good, Michael. I picked the hardest ones for today. There are some easier ones in there. Um, but here we go. So we have one more game that we're going to play. Let me get us in here because this is a visual game. So I have to. Uh, share my screen with you guys. Oh, this is exciting. Um, this is going to take me a few seconds to do this. I don't know, everyone. Uh, unfortunately, that, what, I don't have any seconds. What's everyone's lives like? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so if you had to give me a month of the next time we'll be doing comedy in front of more than 20 people in a room, what month would you say? August. August? Oh. Yeah. I think October, November. Wow. I was trying to be optimistic. Julia doesn't believe in us. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right, we got this little game board set up. I'm going to, yeah, I think this, I'm worried about this thing happening where once everyone is allowed to perform again, everyone will at the same time. So it'll be very hard to get time. No, yeah. I'll go last. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, here we go. So I'm going to share my screen with you guys so you can play this game along with us. Um, let me make this larger. And let me see if I can share this screen. All right. Can you see that okay? So you can kind of see how we're set up here? Yes. Yeah, we see it. Okay. And I'm going to play. So this is called What Movies Famous Movie Scene is De-Blurring in Front of Our Eyes. So what's going to okay. happen is I'm going to play a movie scene. You know, I'm just going to get rid of our Zoom thing. It's just going to block it. 
Um, I'm going to play a famous movie scene. It is blurry right now. It will de-blur slowly. And I want to see who the first person to guess what the de-blurry scene is wins. Um, it's famous. You should know it. Uh, you guys ready? Yes. yes. There's no audio. Here we go. De-blurring of the movie scene starts. Ghosts. It is not ghosts. <laughs> Just guess every movie you know. You, yeah. have to, you have to know the scene, too. Uh, oh. oh, wow. The pottery scene in Ghosts. <laughs> uh, this looks like an anus. So are there famous yeah. anuses? Oh, yeah. My favorite film? cookie brand, Famous Anus. Oh, it's The Sixth Sense. Oh, no, that's someone's guess. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, that's the this, chat there's guessing a, over there. There's a person that's a body of some kind, a man. Oh, uh, he's is this from? Uh, oh, this is from Titanic. It is from he's Titanic. Painting her. It is when he's painting her in Titanic. Yeah, fuck yeah! <laughs> oh hell yeah! Oh, I man, know those so tips good. before I see them. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna. Ta- well, wait, the scene is Titanic. Draw me like one of your French girls. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's the whole thing. Wow! 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 Killing it. Let me get back. Let me unshare wow, this, this screen. this screenshot is terrible. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't <laughs> moving because it froze when I shared the screen. Look at that. Like, <laughs> you killed it. Good job. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Um, but thank you to both of you for coming and hanging out with us. Julia, thanks thank for, for coming on early, answering some questions. Langston, yeah. thanks for having never seen that movie before. Yeah. Everyone, please say thank you and goodbye uh, to Langston Bye. and Julia. All right, here here comes the part where I end the meeting and it forces everybody out. Okay. (laughs) Bye, guys. Thank you so much. I'll see you later. A podcast network.